Welcome to Taking the Credit episode number 50, and I am so excited. If you guys are a fan of our podcast, then you've heard me say this guy's name uh, hundreds of times in the last six months, so I'm really happy to welcome Ty Turner. Ty, thank you so much for being here with us. I really appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me, man. Really, really happy to be a part of this thing, number 50. Real, real nice to be a part of that. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, it's a real celebration for us. Um, it's we started this a year ago, so it's really cool that we're here at 50. And I mean, this is like probably the seed of where ultimately I found Flash Film because this mm -hmm. is exactly a passion, a hobby. We don't make any money from this, but we hold ourselves accountable and do it every week. So it's really just like a, a baby step into flash film. And so I know, again, a lot of the listeners of this podcast have heard me talk about Flash Film Academy and what I've learned from you and what you do with Flash Film Media. But if you don't mind taking just a second and talking about your your companies and then like talk about Flash Film Media, if you don't mind, and then how that turned into Flash Film Academy. Okay, perfect, perfect. Yes, yes. So Flash Film Media is a it's a video production company, kind of a content creator company. We kind of do a little bit of everything, a little bit of photography, a little bit of videography. Um, but the goal is to provide a solution for clients who need multimedia, mm -hmm. period. That is our goal. That is what we do. Um, that is what we kind of built ourselves on is really understanding what problems that client clients are having and then offering a solution that involves multimedia. While building this brand that I've I've been building for the past um, probably eight years, seven years, I've run across a lot of uh, a lot of people who needed help, didn't know how they needed help, but just knew multimedia was was something that they needed to invest in in their mm -hmm. business, from small businesses to large businesses. Well, while growing this brand, I had a lot of questions on how to build this business model. Like, what do we do? Like, what do we wear? How do you ask clients the right questions? How do, how do we create systems and processes so that we can do this and be consistent with what we offer? Um, and every place I looked was just a dead end on finding information to, to get better at, at this. Um, so I had to almost write the book on it. I just started keeping notes and just paying attention to what worked, what didn't work. What did we take from other um, services or other industries to use in this industry? And, and what just a lot of stuff we tried just didn't work. So I started to build up, um, if not you know, mentally, just mentally and within notes, like what's working and what's not. Mm -hmm. um, and as I started to build Flash Film Media and I wanted to start a YouTube channel because I really wanted to review gear and felt like I had a lot to say about gear and different stuff. Um, I noticed that there was no other form or YouTube channel that really directly spoke to the business side of it. Mm -hmm. And at first I thought nobody would be interested in the business side of it. Like, Nobody talks about it. So I'm thinking here, nobody's interested in it. However, I was absolutely wrong when I started to develop content for the business side. I, I found out that everybody was going through what I was going through. Nobody was, they were just not, not talking about it. It was like a, a, a secret. Everybody wanted to talk about cameras and lenses and how to create great images and how to Photoshop this. Nobody wanted to talk about the fact that they were struggling, trying to um, keep up with the Joneses or struggling right. trying to acquire this gear, which, you know, should be relatively easy depending on what 
what you know what your business is doing mm -hmm. um it should be write-offs it should be tax write-offs for everybody at some point um but nobody wanted to talk about that everybody wanted to show up with new cameras and we just assume everybody was busy shooting great commercials um and it just was not the case so i wanted to make sure that i created something to help people with business first we can talk about other things cameras gears how to shoot this but most importantly i want to help you put food on your table um and and that is what kind of gave birth to flash film academy mm -hmm. um it's trying to create a place where people can come and learn more about just the business side and there's things that they just they don't even if you go to school for photography or videography or filmmaking they're going to teach you how to take pretty pictures and go work for somebody else. But there's so much business out here. So many companies, in fact, every company, I don't care what you do, if you plant trees, if you polish coffins, you need a video showing people how you polish coffins. Whatever you do, you need a video for training purposes. You need it for marketing purposes. You need it for social media purposes. So every single company that you look at is a potential customer um, or a client. And you just have to know how to position yourself to help them out. Mm -hmm. I think it's great. Um, um, at Flash. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off there, Ty. It froze up for just a second. But I just wanted to, like, one of the things that really interests me, well, multiple things really interest me, but exactly what you say about how that information wasn't out there, it seems like there's there's business and then there's, like, humanitarians. And it's not very often that you find somebody who's really knowledgeable about business willing to give that away. Now, there are some people, and, and I mean, the people who you give credit to as well, like Gary Vee, like some of those people are out there doing it. But I guess as an example, when I finish your live Q&A uh, episodes, usually when you finish a YouTube video, the algorithm spits out a similar video. There's nothing similar there there's really nothing else like it on youtube so just as how you preach about finding a niche and really locking that down and and pushing forward in it just this unique side of educating folks on the business side is your passion and i mean it's just a great example of how you're making a profit off of your passion just through flash film academy I mean, you're teaching everybody how to make money with their own business. But if you want to peel back the layers and like if you're wondering, does this really work? All you need to do is look at Flash Film Academy and see like this is a business that started because there was a need and because you're passionate about it and it's and it's working. I mean, myself and so many others subscribe to the channel to support, but also because we get all this information uh, people buy contract packs. If you guys need contracts for digital content, you have to check out uh, Flash Film Academy. Also, we have a link in every video for an affiliate link. So if you guys want to sign up, please use that. But there's just, I mean, it's just loaded with uh, information that backs up everything that you say. And I, I mean, I'll be one person who talks about it week after week. That works like the information that we get every day yeah every day <laughs> every day <laughs> every day by the way this is kirsten my lovely wife kirsten ty okay, nice to meet you. kirsten <laughs> is my biggest support and uh even and it comes down to everything but like through story to record she's she's been 
at every shoot that we've done. She sits next to me while I'm on the computer for hours working on the business. And she's, I mean, even times where I've been like on the fence about booking a consultation and she's like, you need to do it because you get so much out of it. So like I have to give it up. I have to give it up to Kirsten, but I'm really uh, beyond excited too because I talk about you so much, Ty, that finally we can have like a meeting of uh, <laughs> meeting of the minds here. So yeah, I, I went on a rant there, but really like friends, word of mouth, I've been spreading your name like wildfire because really the ideas may have come, but I wouldn't have executed it not even close to the way that story to record has started. So I, I mean, thank you so much for that. Oh man. Thanks for your support. You know, the uphill battle with this channel, um, is it's, it's not a lot of stuff people search for. Like I have to, it's just not a channel that will just catch fire like that simply because people don't know that they're missing it or they don't know to search for it. Unlike, and that's why you'll see me do certain videos that are around like certain pieces of gear that'll bring in attention mm -hmm. because normally people just don't search for how do I convert a client or how do I, for instance, how do I pitch live streaming? It's just, it doesn't get the traffic. So, so it's just difficult for the channel to grow. Mm -hmm. However, the goal is to keep, keep chugging along and keep moving nice shirt by the way really like <laughs> um but <laughs> it's important to uh it's important to um you know make sure we get the topics out and often my topics like i said there aren't popular things that people search for they don't know mm -hmm. they need it until they hear it and they're like man i i've had this problem I, you know like how to show value or va what is your value proposition mm -hmm. you don't see a lot of photographers searching for that because they don't understand that they need it so um, you know, it just takes time to, to push it and grow it. And, and once you get, I feel like once you get a little bit of taste of what it's like to learn about that side of things, you begin to consume more and more and more. And that's why, um, a lot of, uh, subscribers on the channel are, are kind of involved with everything. Like once they get a taste of it, they realize, Hey, I've been missing it. I need to, uh, I need to learn more. And the tricky side of what I do, um, because there is so much bad business advice, there's so much get rich quick, sure, schemey, scammy, you know, this will help you make a million dollars in 13 minute stuff out there. I'm always cautious about the information that I give and making sure I explain it in a way where it makes sense. Mm. I don't, it's not a magic box of, put $2 in and take $4 out. I'm going to teach you how to build the business um, in ways that you can understand and view and see, you know, compared to how things were last year. So I think that's really important and something that I am very conscious of because I don't want to be a get rich quick scheme. I don't want to sell people magic bullets or whatever. I want to teach people how to understand the business. Like I always say, I want to teach you how to think and not what to think mm -hmm. because your situation may vary from mine. Yeah. I, and I think that it's an excellent example of that middle of the road sort of exactly what you need business advice because you're right. There is that like uh, young kid from Eastern Europe who's like, here's how you make hundreds of thousands of dollars by opening your own Amazon store or whatever and selling like back massage tools. And then there's the other end 
which is really where I came across your content is like freelancing opportunities that'll make you $500 this weekend if you get like three different jobs or something. So like that's where my whole, uh, I guess that's how I ended up stumbling across one of your videos was just watching that like make 500 bucks this weekend, taking photographs at coffee shops or something and showing them your Instagram and exactly the stuff that you say not to do, but it put one of your videos and granted it was like an, it was an older video of yours, but it put it right in my face and I started it up and it was something about like, well, I don't remember exactly what it was about, but essentially it was saying to me, you suck. You don't know what you're doing. (laughs) Start over try something better and i was like what the hell man this is like i came here for some advice and this guy's just punching me in the face but uh, i mean that's really what it took it's not like you're doing it in an aggressive way or realistic yeah this is where you need to start yeah yeah so and and i try to be that way i try to make sure i'm realistic and people can relate i don't want to you know i i feel like Something similar to this have been done in the past with guys leaning on Lamborghinis and standing in front of, you know, big mansions. And I feel like for each person, like, you know, wealth and being rich is different for each person. Like some people like big chains and, you know, all kind of stuff and cars. And some people like just having the freedom to sleep in on a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Like like it's different for different people. And I don't want to push my idea of financial freedom on people and saying you can have a chain like this and you can have right. 20 cars my idea of financial freedom is having the ability to never miss my daughter's concert mm-hmm. like never miss my son's football game like like that is my idea of financial freedom. that's rich to me mm-hmm. being a part of my kid's life um and being that parent that's always there and involved and you know screaming from the stands and filming and you know, my son's in, in playing little league flag football, but he has the best intro video. He's better than most NFL stars <laughs> running through the gate with the smoke. And the, he has Madden covers and video game covers for football games and awesome. Time magazine pictures. That is that to me is 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 what I interpret as 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 being almost rich. You can say that's my mm-hmm. idea of wealth yeah. is having the ability to do that for those I love or. You know, I take my grandma to, to, to her to her doctor's appointments. I will never miss it. I love it. It's our time together. Right. I'm happy that I have the ability to do that rather than be somewhere at a desk stuck wishing I could spend more time with him. So, you know, that's one thing that's important to me on the channel is making sure that whatever your idea of wealth or freedom is, that you have the opportunity to reach it. And I don't push my dreams on you. Right. And, you know, you want to make sure that people are people understand that um it's not just about money it's about freedom Mm -hmm. freedom Mm -hmm. that's what i i make sure i push the people it's it's about freedom right um and it's about having that freedom while chasing your passion while being passionate about what you do and not really ever working um it's not ever a chore to do uh you know what you love to do the paperwork is a little bit of a chore but once you get there it's kind of like you're rewarded for doing the paperwork so those are things that i kind of push and i think even though people say they want, you know, a billion dollars um, and a ton of money, what we really want is purpose in life um, and to have the ability to to not compromise on any purchase that we make. 
Mm. Um, and that's kind of what I uh, kind of push a little bit. Yeah. Well, I think that the the freedom, like even regardless of financial, but the freedom in being your own boss is so evident. And then being your own boss, you're allowed to set your own goals and then you can decide how much money you want to make. But on the other side of this, I feel like uh, it's really important that you point out, like you've pointed out to so many of us, how much this content is actually worth. And I think one of the things that hangs us up often is that if we know how to do it, all of a sudden we feel like it's not that not worth it that much. Like mm-hmm. if I knew how to completely change my brakes, which I guess I could learn how to do, it's probably not that difficult. But if I wanted to take the time to do that and then trust myself to be safe on the road afterward, I could save some money. But or maybe if I could do it, I wouldn't think it was worth $800 or however much to do it. So that's where I think a lot of us are when it comes to content and and setting up the camera and setting up the lighting and so yeah i think that part is a real wake-up call especially for a lot of us who hear the freelancing numbers uh so often or or if you just started on thumbtack and you see that every time somebody wants a video they pick the very lowest amount 400 to 700 dollars price range so i think it's just like uh there are so many layers of waking us up as people who tune into the channel. So, I mean, people can come on here and have fun with us and we'll just talk about whatever is going on with our lives. But I tune in to every video you have because it changes my life. It changes our lives. So uh, sometimes I get really stressed out because I'm trying to do everything I can to grow it. But uh, it's, it's a good thing. I mean, I hope so, right? Is that a good thing? Sometimes. <laughs> Not so, yesterday. Not yesterday. Stressed out, boy. Yeah, I was stressed <laughs> out. But, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to do whatever I can to make this thing work because you've given all the tools to make this thing work. So, and I'll also say, like, as a reminder, all of this happened in the last six months. So it's not like... I've been working on this passion project for years and finally I'm at a place where I have die cut stickers. It's like all of this happened very recently. So uh, it's very possible. All you have to really do is find what that passion is and push toward it. Right. Yeah. I, I, that's because passion is everything. Your life yeah. is driven by passion. Yeah. Passion is everything. And if you can determine what that passion is, you'll, you'll have a better life in general, even if mm-hmm. it's, some people may say, hey, this is not for me. Mm-hmm. My passion is selling boats. And mm-hmm. if that's your passion, go do it. Like that's the goal is to find out what your passion is and go and do it. Mm-hmm. I just want to teach you the paperwork to make sure you get paid um, based on your value within your passion. That's that's it. I want to just show you how to monetize it. And and that is what the key of what you know Flash Home Academy is about, how to monetize what you love in a way that makes sense um, and in a way you can make a living off of in a way where you're not competing on just price and you understand the value of what you bring to the table. Cause a lot of people create content and they don't understand the value of that content. Mm. You know, people, yeah. people are, are quick to understand that you capturing a crime on tape could put that person in jail for the rest of their life. That, you know, that camera is that powerful. So understand that it's that powerful in other areas of the world too. Mm. You capturing, you know, 
footage of yourself enjoying a chicken sandwich and posting it online can help that company sell a million dollars worth of chicken sandwiches mm -hmm. simply from your cell phone. So your, your, your ability to create content has power. And I think a lot of people undervalue that power because cameras are available everywhere in people's pockets and watches and, mm -hmm. and they don't fully realize the power they have with a camera. Mm. What would you say to people who tell you that they don't have a passion or they can't figure out what that passion is? That should be your number one mission in life. Yeah. Try everything then. Go try everything. Yeah. Try it to discover if you like it or not. I mean, there's plenty of things that I didn't try for years. And then I, I tried it and I was like, man, why didn't I do this a long time ago? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, it's plenty of like foods or places or I'll give you an example. I'm not sure if you guys have a, it's a place called Top Golf. I don't know if you have yeah. one in your yep. area. Or not. Yep. Okay. We so so I rolled past Top Golf. I mean, I've never been a really big golf guy. I rolled past Top Golf for about three years until finally I shot an NFL event that was at a Top Golf. Oh. I shot an NFL event that was at a Top Golf and I went and I was like, these people are having a blast. <laughs> I want to try it. And I tried it. And when I say I became so hooked to Top Golf, it wasn't even funny. Mm. I was there twice a week and it was just, I enjoyed their food. I enjoyed the customer service. I enjoyed playing golf. And I just, I was never a golfer. Right. It's never, I never looked at a golf course and been like, oh, I wish I was there. I just, it was never my thing mm -hmm. until I tried it and I just loved it. And I, you know, I got top golf video games. I got all kinds of stuff. Like I love it. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just something that I'm, I'm like, gosh, I spent years of my life walking past thinking it'll, it ain't, ain't got nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. And then I go play it. I go see somebody play it one time and I'm hooked. I could have been, it could have been three more years of top golf. I could have had, you know? <laughs> at least or, you got could it. Have had a better score. <laughs> <laughs> you have anything you want to ask me? Um, oh no, sorry. I'm just okay. enjoying. The okay. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no. It's good. So, uh, I was thinking about, um, I guess I like her shirt too, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. Yeah. We have to cross promote. <laughs> got to get everybody involved yeah, here. Education over entertainment, by the way. Yeah. You guys got to check out this channel. It's it's everything. I bought all winter gear, so I'm waiting for it to get cold. Oh, I got nice. hoodies and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. How does that work in Texas? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's just, yeah, it's, it's it get a little cold. Yeah, it doesn't? We get about 30s. We get about really? 30s. It's oh, enough. Wow. It's, I it's hoodie guessed. weather. Yeah. That's nice. Um, I had, actually, this is like, not necessarily like a consultation question, but this is something that I wanted to ask you about because I mentioned Gary Vee earlier. And I have like the marketing deck strategy that he gives out. It's like how to create 64 pieces of content every day for your business. And he outlines all the ways that I guess he does it. And it makes plenty of sense to me. But I, 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 I guess like Gary V is very, um, very much about promoting your personal brand to drive interest in your business ventures and flash film we talk a lot about separating yourself from the business so that it grows as a brand i completely understand both of those ideas but what do you think about i guess i know you inject yourself so much into flash film academy and it helps grow flash film academy but it's also not really like i'm not necessarily hiring you for media production services and so 
do you inject yourself very much into flash film media at this point or are you still pretty much against uh putting yourself in the front line um both because see the, the thing i love about it is they feed each other mm. every shoot i do on flash film media is content for flash film academy sure and i am big on being at the front line teaching like here, I'm here shooting. I'm. I, this is what I worked out. This. I don't want to be one of the guys who, are, at some point, I'll be in. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll look at myself as just the general in the back, mm. you know. But I, I honestly like to get away from this desk as much as possible. Right. It's just with COVID, things have been slowing down. But and I try to, you know, make sure I'm out in the field practicing what I'm preaching, telling you guys, hey, because because things change, things move, and I want to make sure I'm up to date and current, just like. Right. how things switched to streaming. I was doing a lot of video production. Now people want streaming. Mm. We used to cover a lot of events. Now people want streaming. So we want to kind of change and have the ability to evolve. And I think one big thing about me is I see a lot of photographers who are photographers and videographers who are stuck in one lane. COVID come in, they're just wiped out. They don't know what to do. They don't, they're not, they don't evolve well. A lot of photographers and videographers don't evolve well. Mm. And something that I want to teach is your ability to evolve and understand the changes that are in the industry, what's coming. Streaming is something you have to do if you have a video camera, you know, or you're creating, you know, unless you're creating content that is an evergreen content, like story to record is evergreen content. It's always going to be popular. Mm. But if you're doing anything with events, you have to live stream. Right. If you're looking at it, thinking about getting the A7 III or whatever new camera is coming out and you're looking to dump $3,000 into it and you don't have a ability, you don't have the ability to live stream, you're going at it all wrong. Mm. I would take two 720p old Panasonic cameras and the ability to live stream and switch between those two cameras before I would take a brand new camera that's out right now. Right. If you're looking to go into business and make money with it, mm. it's just a better investment. And it's thinking about the business side. What does the business need compared to what I want? Right. The business needs multiple cameras and live streaming if I'm covering events, period. Um, and I think, you know, I want to, in doing that, I want to make sure I teach people how to look at the industry and make changes because a lot of photographers are still, I had a guy ask me the other day about how to sell prints. And I'm like, mm, I don't yeah. know what to tell you because... <laughs> Prints are great, but I don't know nobody who who posted on Facebook that they just bought a print and it's nice. Right. Look at it on the wall. I just don't I just don't know nobody that, that does that. However, I know a ton of people that's online watching video, watching streaming live video. Mm -hmm. um, you know, these verse battles between stars, it's really big right now. Mm -hmm. Somebody has to stream that that, you know stream that that footage and somebody's looking at it like, hmm, maybe even after this COVID thing. Maybe we can still do verse battles and maybe build some type of social network or channel based on it. Like mm. there's a market in it. Right. So I think that people, you know, it's, it's, and, and not evolving is kind of a lazy way to do business. It's kind of, it's been working. It's going to work for us. We're just going to stick it out. And you know what I mean? So right. that's something that's really big when it comes to, you know, the brand and building a brand, as far as what Gary V does, to be honest with you, I think we're both saying the same thing just separately. When he says personal brand, he may not necessarily mean one that is your life. 
he may mess, he may mean creative brand and that is your personal brand. So, mm. you know, the things that I talk about and preach about and push on Flash Film Academy may be separate from a little separate from things that I talk about in my personal life. Like on things in my personal life, I'm big on things like injustice and a lot of, you know, political things right. as far as you know, justice for all people. However, I don't push that down the throat of people with Flash Film Academy because they're not here for that. Hmm. They're here to learn about something different. And I want to sure. make sure they leave with that information. Sure. Now, I may throw in my little tidbits. I may slide in a few things here and there, but I don't want to bring you to a channel that's here to teach you about something and then push, you know, other other agendas down your throat because you didn't you didn't come here for that. You didn't you know, you came here for something, for something different. And I respect that. Right. So, you know, when it comes to personal brand, that's something that you have to be mindful of as you create it. You don't want to go to a Coca-Cola website and they tell you who they're voting for, for president or all that stuff. And mm -hmm. you just don't want that. Like it's a turnoff, regardless of if they got it right or whoever you're voting for or not, it's just not the place for it. Sure. So you want to make sure that when you create that personal brand, it is a business and it is a outlet or it is designed for that audience. And you're not bringing all of your personal issues or problems or right. things into it. You want to make sure that it is, it is a personal brand, but some companies have multiple personal brands, mm. but you don't want it to be too personal. Sure. So would you suggest yeah. having like a personal Instagram that promotes messages that would relate to say story to record or would you say that it would make more sense to start posting story to record sort of personal content on the story to record pages yeah I would keep it all on story to record okay yeah because think about it like this this is how I always position it and I always tell people to keep in mind right what if somebody approached you to buy story to record what if somebody said hey man I'll give you 50 million dollars to story to record Right. And you hand over websites, social pages. Do mm -hmm. you really want to hand over an Instagram? They got pictures of, you know, let's yeah. say you and your wife at the beach from 20 years ago. Yeah, you don't want to hand all of that over. You don't want to hand over, you know, stuff like that with that business. You don't want sure. them to have access to it. So that's something that I would be mindful of as I, I um, you know, as I build the brand. Mm -hmm. When I hand over a company, I want to make sure that, I, you know, I'm just giving you what you're paying for and nothing, no more, no less. Yeah, no, that makes plenty of sense because like I've been, I guess, going back to that marketing deck, I was looking through it to see like what really could apply to me that's not like putting me out there because I guess, I guess you can be a face of something without being expected to be the one there. Like pop, you don't go into Papa John's thinking I'm going to see Papa John. So maybe there is a way to do that, but I'm just afraid of the John's photography effect of like, yeah. Yeah. With that, I would be, see a lot of those companies use celebrities that are known for something else mm. for two reasons. One, you know, that Shaquille O'Neal is never going to show up in your Papa John's, right. even if they do a commercial with him there, because you feel like you got other stuff to do mm. Two, the name recognition brings attention. Right. So you can be one of the voices of it. Just diversify, mm. just have other people. And I've hired actors to step in and say, Hey, flash film media is blah, blah. You know what I mean? I didn't, I, it's it's easy to bring on talent to do just that. Mm. Um, that way you're not the the, the voice um, or the guy in front of the camera all the time. In the very near future, you're going to start to see more people 
in front of the camera for Flash Film Academy. Right. Um, I'm looking to bring on and actually starting to work things out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> definitely. I'm looking to bring on more people to be a part of it. Nice. Um, I have a, a, a female who is completely opposite of me. Like, mm. I'm, I'm a black male. She's a white female. We're going to go completely different just because I want her perspective. I want her unique views. And I want to make sure I diversify mm. the the voice and appearance of Flash Film Academy. I yeah. don't want it to just be me um, because there's other people that have things that they can teach and talk to you about right. that is that is of value depending on where you are and what your niche, niche is. Um, and she's in a situation where she's a photographer. She's been out here. There's things that work for her that probably didn't work for me or I never thought of. And there's questions that she has mm. that a lot of people may have. So I want to make sure I start to diversify just the academy um more and bring on more people like yourself i would imagine you'd have to vet people more for flash film academy than flash film media is, does that sound so right? it, it's and it's crazy you say that because i'm actually plucking people from my flash film media team mm. to help with flash film academy because the goal is see the thing is when i have a job with flash film media it pays enough to pay for people like mm -hmm. to bring on help i'm already you know the the, the labor cost is covered Flash Film Academy right now isn't at a point where the labor costs, like, do I really want to invest that money into, like, what do I want to invest that money in? Right. I could go buy an A7S III with the money, do some videos on it, and that will bring a lot of traffic to the site mm -hmm. because everybody wants to know how does it compare to whatever, if I did it, like a video comparing it to the Black Magic Pocket Cinema Camera. Right. Like, that video will bring in a lot of traffic compared to saying, hey, what if I paid somebody to come and do a video with me? Will that bring in a lot of traffic? Right. So will that help grow the channel? Um, that's always a dilemma in trying to understand like what will really help me. Mm -hmm. and, and it's and it's just a figuring out stage that worked um, or that I had to go through with Flash Film Media. Hey, will bigger cameras help us sell more, more product or will me spending money on a, a copywriter to actually go through my website help me? Mm -hmm. The copywriter helped. Um, the the quality just didn't, yeah. and I've and I've been in a, a, a just a roller coaster or a loop of buying new gear, buying new gear, and that hasn't been what's helped me. What's helped me is bringing in advisors, um, changing my website platform, and um, bringing in experts to say, hey, this is why people aren't buying. Like they're you're getting lost right here, mm -hmm. and your analytics is showing that people are checking out right at this point of your page. Let's change this, or let's do something different, or let's A B test this, and that is what helped me be become a lot more successful with with the company rather than gear because i was just a gear fanatic man i got i got 14 foot cranes i got jibs <laughs> sliders track dollies i got three drones i got two i got too much stuff i mean the being a full service video production company that makes total sense but i think like also going back to your point about when you know your niche, when you know your niche, it's so much easier to acquire gear that's specifically for that. And I'll say for myself, like I have things that I can literally see right now on my table that I bought that I don't need. And it was before I knew what I was getting into, but I just thought like maybe I need uh, this camera grip, this battery grip, or maybe I need this little... Uh, track dolly for the yeah. osmo pocket that makes way too much noise so yeah i i mean i i totally get that and it resonates with me but it's also nice because camera gear in general is pretty expensive 
but when you mm-hmm. take a fraction of what you would spend on that lens that makes no sense for what you want to do you can put into the website or do whatever i mean most recently i got a voiceover done for a promo that i need to shoot for the company so it's really nice when you can start removing those things that you need or or that you think you need and just picking apart the things that you really need because right now i'm i'm like at a place shout out to kirsten big time but she got me the uh gopro max the 360 for my birthday yesterday which is here so uh like i i don't need anything else right now and uh like i'm i'm at that place thanks to flash film academy where it's like i want to book the job before i start buying more stuff even if it's something that i would need for the job i would rather like know that i'm going to get paid and then order whatever a new c stand or whatever it is uh just because otherwise i'm collecting stuff just to collect it and i don't want to be a collector or a pawn shop owner here so yeah i mean that alone is huge and if if people don't quite know their passion or aren't really sure which way they want to go but they're having fun in the hobby this is definitely a way to make the hobby less expensive just by gathering the information that you share with us and focusing on like yeah maybe i could just get a 24 to 70 and do everything i really need to do rather than let me buy this fish eye lens and this 10 millimeter fish eye lens and the 16 millimeter fish yeah so anyway uh it saved me a lot of money and i think that it would help tons of other people and to compound on that the flash film academy facebook group is a huge reference point for getting that information and if you have second questions on something that you want to get posting it in that group is an incredible way to get input on stuff because people may have exactly the thing that you're looking for and then you can hear a first person review so and make new friends and make new friends kirsten likes that i have (laughs) a lot of new friends from the flash film group so yeah no i mean i i say that every time too like all the time join the flash film academy group on facebook uh don't spam it because ty won't let you in but get in there and uh talk with us because it's it's huge man i've had like i've really made some great connections just by following your channel and interacting with folks where i never say that i have all the answers but just to offer another perspective is uh so handy and you get that every day in the group yeah i i love i love getting a group of people see i because this is my passion and I can do it and talk about it all day, every day, you know, regular people around you get tired of it and you need people around you that can just hear it and just, you want to talk about it and yep. whatever it is. I got a group of friends that just love horror movies. They're mm-hmm. just horror movie fanatics. I can get with them and talk about scary movies all day and night, or I got friends that are actors and writers. And so, you know, it's great to have a community of, of people who love this stuff, who want to bounce ideas, who aren't too critical, who understand where you're coming from. Um, instead of just the average family that's like, oh, it's a great idea, go for it. And it's, they didn't really think about it. It's not in their area. They don't really know. You know, it's so it's it's great to the community part was something that I didn't realize was important until it started. Like somebody was like, hey, where can we go to talk about it when we're not watching videos? And I'm like, uh, 
okay, let me create a Facebook. Like it's things that are just kind of like coming together. Even like the podcast, people are like, right. I love the live streams. Right. I wish I can listen to them while I'm driving without keeping this crazy YouTube app open. Like if you start a podcast, I'm on it. Cool. I'll start one. Um, so, you know, and, it, and it's things that, you know, li- providing solution. I am in the area where we provide solutions. So if you listen to people, you want to make sure that in every aspect of business, you're providing a solution mm-hmm. and that's the goal, you know, as this thing continues and grow and move on. And that's, that's where the community came from. And sometimes it's stuff that happens in the community that that's faster than I can keep up with. Like my mother's in the community. <laughs> like somebody saw your van today at the store. I'm like, really? Like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you got a good review. I'm like, let me go check. Somebody gave one of your courses a really good review. I'm like, let me go check it out. Because <laughs> things are happening. And it's like, my mom is, I'm like, my mom is on it. She is one of my biggest fans. She's been in a few live chats, um, a few lives making comments. She is on it. Like a lot of my family are just big supporters and they are on it. So I'm like, okay, perfect, you know, because yep. I'm so busy, you know, handling the business side. I'm starting to delegate a lot more mm-hmm. and getting more comfortable delegating it. Mm-hmm. Um, even bringing in uh, a different company to start to do more writing because I want to get more articles and more, mm-hmm. want to grow in that direction. Sure. So, you know, the, the goal is to, to expand. The goal is to, you know, find a way to continue to grow it um, to help more people. And, and just to be a bigger, bigger company. Mm-hmm. When you say expand, do you ever picture yourself moving out of Texas? I mean, I know it's a huge state and I'm sure that you're busy enough as it is, but do you have aspirations of eventually f- franchising Flash Film Media? Um, it's, it's something that I've thought about. I, I, I know at some point, honestly, I'm going to get to a fork in a roll where I'm going to probably have to choose between Flash Film Media and Flash Film Academy. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, or change Flash Film Media. My mm. goal, honestly, with Flash Film Media is to, I want to shoot like like high quality web series. I want to mm. shoot Netflix level web series or movies. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do. Even if I move out of working for companies, I want, that's, that's just, my passion is filmmaking. I love making mm-hmm. movies. That's just what I love to do. Um, the difference is right now that I look at constantly is flash film media requires me to load a truck, to carry gear. It's physical right. labor. I got a team. I got to negotiate with a client. I got to work. I got to do all this stuff. Flash film. And, and then I can only service my area. Mm-hmm. Flash film Academy puts me in control of every aspect of everything yep. and then I can service the world. Yep. So true. Flash Film Academy, I believe is the future of Flash Film Media. Um and and hopefully I can and, and it builds an audience. So hopefully I can get to the point where I can get back into short films and web series and then have a audience to place them in front of. I got a million subscribers. I got a million people to place it in front of and go from there. Um, I will still do really big projects with Flash Film Media, but that is kind of where things are going. I never really thought of the franchising side, though that is something that was brought up to me and may be a strong possibility. Mm-hmm. If I can find a way, let's say if I can get to the point where I can invest heavily into um, a portion of the company that would handle the franchising. Right, right. And I, and I it makes total sense because 
I know you're passionate about video production. Otherwise, you wouldn't spend this much time talking about it. But at the same time, your passion really shines when you're educating us on it. So I could see where like either one is a win. But exactly to your point, I have friends who I communicate regularly with in Kenya, uh, Australia, Nigeria, England, all because of your group, not because I just found new friends like that. So you're right. I mean, you're really able to touch the whole world with with this and maybe even easier because you don't have to necessarily target market uh, like Facebook ads or something for Flash Film Academy because it's, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it's gotten this far on word of mouth and because you've formed this strong community. So, yeah, I, mean, I guess I didn't really think about Academy taking over media, but it definitely makes sense. That's really cool. That's something yeah, I would be really excited I, I, to see. I want to expand to more content creation. I want to go, mm-hmm. I want to do a lot more for like podcasters. Yeah. And I want to go, yeah. cause they're under the same umbrella. Like they face the same struggles of what we face. I know a lot of guys who have recording studios and they don't know how to make money with them. They've invested mm-hmm. in all of this gear and they don't know how to make money with them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, if you don't start doing voiceovers for companies, if you don't start bringing in multilingual people to create, voiceovers in multiple languages you know when i used to work for texas instrument we would spend eight to ten thousand dollars a month for voiceovers Mm. and then another twenty thousand dollars a month to get them in multiple languages um so and all of it went to different studios where if we could have had one studio they would have just got a thirty thousand dollar check a month right and they would have been set for two days worth of work um so there are ways to make money in content creation i just want to make sure that i you know, because if you're a video editor, you're definitely an audio editor. You're editing audio. You're a colorist a, a little bit. You're doing a little graphics. Like you're you're doing some of everything, you know. So yeah. there are people who specifically only do this type of work that still need ways to make money and still need ways to um, learn about the business side of it. So that's the area I want to go in um, and and just provide people with just the knowledge they need to, to turn a profit makes total sense again i like the podcast that we're doing is really one of the founding aspects of me like getting more interested in making money with it because yeah i own all of this equipment and uh i got really i mean i love doing the podcast so like why not use that equipment and make money with it so like all of these things just kind of played together to uh finding flash film academy but there are so many other people who have all the stuff but aren't necessarily thinking that it's a possibility to make money with all of that. Uh, And so I guess really finding your passion is number one. Uh, I guess, yeah, if you could just give me like a quick list, like what are the first five things you would need to do to get your business going or to really like say, I'm getting into this? Okay. That's, that's easy. One is we're going to stick to the business side. One is you need to make sure you have an LLC or wherever you are in the world, you're established as a business. Mm -hmm. That's one. That's the number one thing you need to do. Number two is you need to get a website. And I guess you can say two, two is the website, the domain. Three is making sure you bring in the right content to help that website explain what you do and what you do well and why someone should do business with you. 
That's important. Websites are huge in 2020. It is your sales rep. It is your customer service rep. It is your building. It is your van. It is everything, everything in 2020. You need to make sure that you, you, uh, your, your content, you have a lot of content to help with this based off what you do. So if you're saying I'm creating promotional videos, you better have a damn good promotional video. Mm -hmm. You can't say I do this and don't have it. I'm not right. sitting in your chair to get my hair cut and your hair is messed up. It's not going to happen. Make sure you have really nice hair if you plan on doing hair. Um, so th that's number four. And number five is you got to have the right gear and not mm -hmm. just everything that people are showing you on TV. And this has this type of quality and that has that type of quality. Doesn't matter if it's not within the niche that you have. And I'll even give you number six. I'll give you a six one. I'll give you a bonus one just for you, you. Just for yeah, you. Thank you. It's for, the, for you. You need guys. to have the knowledge to understand how to put everything together. Right. So you important. need to invest in yourself to put everything. Cause I can give you, you a, a bunch of groceries and spices and give somebody else a bunch of groceries and spices and they will make a Thanksgiving dinner out of it. And you may make something less. You may be able to just pull rice and some biscuits out mm -hmm. of it. And they can make a whole Thanksgiving dinner with the same ingredients simply because they've invested in understanding how to use those ingredients. Right. There are a lot of people that are sitting around in their life with all of the ingredients they need to be way more than successful. They just don't know how to put it, to put it together to, to make that cake. Yep. Yep. Uh yeah, exactly. It, it really, uh, that's, if you guys want to know how, that's how you get started. I try to give some advice, but I also try not to act like I know it all, but it, it, peeling it back even a little bit further, I tell people like, you have to figure out that passion. If you don't love it, it's going to be work. And yep. I see the question come up quite often. Like what's the most profitable uh, like way to make like what's the best way to make money with video production or like hey if i started with construction will that make me money but it really is just like what do you love because otherwise it's not going to be fun you're not going to work hard for it and like you said with number six knowledge that might need to be combined with hard work determination mm -hmm. motivation because even if you have the knowledge if you don't use it it's not going to do you any good so using that knowledge and even applying it to number one and figuring out that passion, then coming up with a name, like, and I, I guess I got website. I locked that down before I locked down the LLC just to make sure they could match mm -hmm. and that I have the website. That's the order I would recommend you. Yeah. You want to make sure that the name means something to your company or gives you some sort of value. You want to think like, does this name sound good for the target audience that I'm trying to appeal to? Uh, do the colors that I'm choosing for my company's brand feel comforting or make sense for my audience? So it's like mm -hmm. all of these things are kind of bundled in number one. So there's just a lot, there's a lot to think about in it but it's all the information is completely available and i've told people a lot too like i've listened to multiple of your videos type multiple times and i'll go back and i take notes i'll stop the video go into my reminders app on my phone type in what i need to do and then set a reminder for a few hours later so i can work on that thing and if if anyone who uh 
who is, I guess, at all inspired or uh, likes what's happened with Story to Record in the past six months, it's because I've listened to these videos and I've taken the notes and I've put in the action, but also the consultations, like I say, is like the number one thing. I think I'm probably your uh, Jimmy Hart mouth of the South when it comes to promoting consultations. Like I'm out there doing the Lord's work in that regard. So yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. The information, essentially the information is there. And I know you have videos of like, these are the steps and there was the one you came out with uh, for uh, what's that check called that we all got? Stimulus check. Stimulus check. Thank you, babe. The stimulus check. What to do with that money to mm-hmm. essentially build your entire business. And, and it just so happens that that's like the way I went about doing it is just, hey, this money came out of nowhere and I'm trying to build something anyway. So why don't we just apply this and and uh i understand that a lot of folks have uh, have trouble prioritizing what to do with their funds but when you can get to a place where it is that education over entertainment you end up saving so much money because you're focused on this goal and so you don't want to spend money going out and partying or whatever it is because you want to save up for that 35 millimeter lens or whatever it is that's going to make you money in the long run. So, I mean, I I have so many positive things I could say. I'm just going (laughs) to, I keep blowing smoke (laughs) up you, but, but for real, I I can't every day, uh, every day I'll say Kirsten's name and I'll say Ty's name throughout the day. So (laughs) I I mean, I appreciate it. I appreciate the support because trust me when it's hard to come up with, I'm going to say come up with new ideas, but it's hard to, go live or hard to continue because you know just life you know life takes you different places you know these are these are comments these are things that i hear as people like yourself that that motivate me that 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 adds something to the passion that Mm -hmm. that heats it up a little bit that i really appreciate man like i like you know often people would think that i do a lot of maybe helping others but often others help me a lot they help me to know that something that I had I probably did a hundred videos on, I probably did, I did quick tips of the week for a year and they got no love, mm. no love, absolutely no love. Yeah. And I just kept doing it. I said, I'm gonna keep doing it. I'm gonna keep releasing, I'm gonna keep releasing. So to hear that that hard work is finally like somebody appreciates it means a lot to me. It tells me to keep going. Even when nobody's looking, keep putting stuff out, keep doing it, mm-hmm. keep finding ways to uh to help to help the audience grow. And, and eventually at some point, you know, it'll pay off. Yeah. Well, and, and you've got a, it's not just me, obviously you've got a lot of people who are rooting for you to succeed, but also you're helping so many of us that it's, I guess when you help somebody and especially on your level where we know that you do it, even just your B roll intro gives us like a thousand examples of you doing it. So it's like, okay, this guy, I mean, he's obviously done the work. So it's really easy to support. I mean, for us, we've been doing this podcast for a year and there are uh, like, we don't get many views on this at all. So it's not, I guess uh, to your point, uh, it's more important to just do it because it's something you want to do. And maybe like for us, a, a handful of our friends will say like, I loved what you guys were talking about or interesting, like hearing your relationship behind the scenes it's that same sort of thing where it's it's if somebody likes it then cool at least somebody likes it we're going to keep doing it anyway but 
I mean, I'm I'm happy to give you your flowers because they're well deserved, and I mean, I'm mm-hmm. not the only one. So, yeah, we appreciate you, man. You, well, the thing is also when you work on something like that, it's important that you blow up after you have content out yeah. instead of blowing up with your first. Because if you blow up on your if your very first episode blew up, it's just going to decline from there, right? Or you're going to be under pressure to continue to keep that level of. Whereas if your 300th episode blow up, people have another 299 episodes that they can go and, and, and it's, you know, they'll go back and watch and listen and really, you know, be a part of the movement. I mean, right. even if it's financially, you know, they'll go back and listen to old podcasts and they'll replay advertisements from the old podcasts, which will start to bring in more revenue right. instead of just having one. So I, I much per, prefer the slow roll, mm-hmm. um, you know, knowing that I'm getting some traction, some feedback, somebody appreciates it, mm-hmm. and knowing that I'm on the right track. Because if 10 people love it, 10 million people will mm. love it. So you just have to keep grinding. And and, and yeah. that's where passion, like you said, that's where passion comes into play. Yeah. With passion, you don't need a paycheck. You know, you'll get to it, but passion allows you to work as if you're getting paid because you love it. Mm-hmm. And that's that's definitely a goal, man. I, I You know, I, I appreciate um, I appreciate you so much. I get a lot of people who watch, who click, who thumbs up. We get, you know, 300, 200 people in the live chat, but like a strong 20 are talking or 20 giving right. thumbs up. Yeah. So there's a lot of people that's involved in liking it behind the scenes. There's over a thousand people on a Facebook channel or Facebook page. We don't get a lot of, you know, we get comments from the same people. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who may really appreciate it, but they're just, they, they're not speaking up about sure. it. Maybe they just don't have the courage or whatever, whatever they, you know, so those who do say, hey, man, I really appreciate you means a lot to me. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I, I thank you so much. Of course. Um, I, real quick, you were talking about the slow burn with the passion and, and you would rather have something blow up down the road when you're ready. So many uh, people, myself included, are like, I guess, a little bit uh, bothered when things don't seem to be like, moving as quickly as they should be. And I guess I'm Mm -hmm. thinking about that in regards to business, but I feel totally comfortable moving slowly and having this podcast do whatever it does. But when it comes to story to record, I'm like, this should be, uh, I should be working every day, you know, but it, I guess, do you feel like that same slow burn applies to starting a business or do you feel like that is more of an accelerated process um i think it's i think it's the slow burn definitely applies to business now what you can do to help increase that is usually marketing however Mm -hmm. we often compare ourselves to companies that's been doing it a long time Mm. just because you just heard of it doesn't mean it came out of nowhere right you know the coca-colas the snickers the the starbucks the companies that we think are overnight have been doing this for years yeah that's why I tell people, you know, I love to research the history of a company. One of my favorite YouTube channels is a company as a channel called Company Man. And all he does is explain how companies started, where they came from, mm. how they the, what what paths they took. And I, and one of my favorite stories that he talk about is just here we got a company called Woolworth, which is a store that was old older than Kmart. They're now known as Foot Locker. Oh, really? They never oh. started as a shoe company. However, their path brought them there over a hundred years in business. 
they they're now a company that you would never relate to the two but they're still alive kicking well doing great but they just took different paths and it took time to get to where they are mm. but they never would have would have survived if they would have started off as footlocker it just would have never happened mm. so with business there is a slow burn there's a slow learn and and it's just about timing and working your way through the, the evolution and, and you may get to a point in time where things just take off you know nintendo started making playing cards hmm. if they kept making playing cards to this day would they be a small company or would they still be the huge company that they are mm-hmm. so they just had to evolve and grow into something that where the timing was right and they had the experience to help take advantage of of the time so business is a slow burn um you got to have a lot of patience and that's, that's another reason why you got to be fueled on passion. Right. Perfect. What do you think then, how does working for free apply to all of that? Working for free gives you experience that you will never get mm-hmm. when you, when somebody's paying you, when they're paying you, they have a higher expectation from you. They have a lower level of mistake or error that they're willing to accept from you mm-hmm. when they're paying you. I don't care if it's $1 for $1. I expect something back for free. You can mess up until you get it right. Right. And they'll tell you where you messed up at. Right. If they're paying you, they're not going to tell you where you messed up at a lot. They're not going to go into detail. They're just going to want their money back. Mm-hmm. You can't get that on a paid job. I want somebody to say, Hey, the way you answered the phone today was not acceptable. Like, tell me, be, be, honest enough to tell me that because those are little things that help your business grow. Mm. Hey, I called you on Tuesday. I didn't hear back from you from Friday. That's unacceptable. Right. Hey, I sent you. So those are things that you need to learn as a business owner that books won't teach you. You need to have a good um, client that, that don't have anything to lose. They don't have anything to lose, only something to gain. Mm. And they will give you everything you need to show value even for free. Now, if you can show value for free, you should be able to show value for a paid amount. And the goal is to make them feel like they're getting everything under the sun right. for free. That yeah. way, next time when you say, hey, would you pay $1,000 for this? Heck yeah, I pay $1,000 because mm-hmm. I'm getting this, this, and this. Now you know where to start on pricing and you know how to offer value. So those are things you can you will never get by charging somebody. They instantly have expectations that you have to meet. Mm-hmm. Um, and you want, so you want to make sure that, you know, in this relationship, you want to, it's great because you can bounce new ideas off of them, new products. Mm-hmm. You can think about this. You can get a little edgy and push things and try different experiments. They'll tell you what they think. A, a, a client is not going to pay you to try new things on them. Right. You're only going to pay you to give them exactly what they're asking for. Right. The best That's the why best. when they come out with experimental drugs, they don't you don't pay for them. They bring you in and they pay you to try the experimental drug. Mm-hmm. And you're doing the same because you're paying the client with content. Right. You're paying that client for input, for access to their head and experience, and and their 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 um past experiences running this company and what works for them. Mm-hmm. You're paying them for that with content. That message is so powerful, and I think I think some folks may feel like it's counterintuitive. Like, if I work for free, they're just going to take advantage of me or whatever that is. But I, I, we've talked about it. You and I have talked about it, and, of course, I've talked about it on the podcast already. But early projects, we got pretty creative with finding clients doing the raffle. But 
you know, I got after our, our most recent consultation where it's like, what, what matters most is getting more content. And I think about like, I just finished grad school and in the process of grad school, I did over a year worth of internship time, which was working for free every Friday. Mm -hmm. And that turned into a paying job, which is like, it could really be my career if I chose to drop everything else. So there is so much value to working for free and I didn't really put those two together. But now I'm at a point where it's like, I'm honestly reaching out to so many companies, uh, like assisted living facilities and hospice agencies saying, I just want to do this project for free for you guys. And, and instead of, instead of saying like, I'll do one free project or I'll do three free projects. I'm just like, I need to get out there and do projects like whatever that, whatever that takes. And we've gotten pretty creative with coming up with projects that are more, uh, I guess, shorter in length so that we could get more residents in and still it's, it's less work on the editing side, but now we can have two cameras and, and just try and get it like something very unique. Uh, so at least people know what we're doing and at least we're out there and I can market, but it's so much people really see the value when we're there. And so far you get to perfect, you get to perfect, the systems and processes by yeah. working for free. Yeah. You get to learn, okay, maybe I don't need to shoot for two hours. Maybe 10 minutes is enough. Maybe we, you get to perfect that. Yep. And that is something that you just can't, you can't make up. You yeah. can't, you can't sit down and say, okay, you can't game plan that. You have to experience right. it and then create something based off that experience. Right. That's valuable. I think often people don't want to work for free because they overvalue themselves simply by tying their value to the amount of equipment they have invested in. Right. You know, uh, uh, means is I can't use a tractor. A tractor can cost $180,000. It is absolutely worthless sitting in my driveway. There's nothing I can do with, you know, but to the right person, it's worth 180,000. Right. So we overvalue ourselves based on what I paid for the tractor. Well, if, what is an average person going to do with a tractor? Nothing. It's it's not a value, right. you know? So let me go work for somebody who needs a tractor for free to learn how to use the tractor, mm. what I should be charging more instead of just looking at what I paid for. So a lot of people are sitting there with a ton of gear they went out and bought that doesn't service a certain niche that they have. They just got it because it was dope. They liked it. It was a great commercial Four YouTubers used it, even though they got sent for free and they make you feel like you need it. They spent all this money for this gear and in their mind, they're thinking, well, I got three, four, five thousand dollars worth of gear. I'm not going to show up for free right. because I need to recoup some of this money back. When the truth is, it's important to it's important to recruit, recoup some of the knowledge and experience you need yeah. so that you can position yourself to make the money you need. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people just don't look at it like that. It's just all about some created self you know, worth that that's just, you know, out there um often i see a lot of people in this industry i'm not doing this i'm gonna like why hmm. like why why is the ego there like like what do you feel like you've done where you have the right to have an ego i got i got five movies on amazon i've shot you know stuff for every level of the government i'm still willing to shoot stuff for free hmm. i'm still i got a ten thousand dollar camera set up i would bring it to a free shoot and set up 
another five, six thousand dollars worth of lights. I don't and still shoot for free. Like yeah. I don't understand where the two is related. Mm. If I'm gaining experience, that experience is way more valuable than my gear. Right. And 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 a lot of people just don't value that experience um more than they value that their gear. Right. And that's those are the ones who who are going to lose their position to an iPhone because mm. an iPhone can do everything your gear can do now. It can light, it can expose, it can focus, it can do everything all the gear you have in your in your portfolio or your house can do. If you can't beat that iPhone and it takes experience to beat that iPhone, you won't be in you won't be in business. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean that's probably when you start to see more of the uh camera kit pricing added to like somebody's total invoice. And it's, you're right. I mean, it's not, it's really not the camera. I've seen some pretty awesome videos on YouTube filmed with an iPhone 6. And you don't know it until you see that the person's holding an iPhone 6. So, yeah, I mean, content creators definitely have a lot to be scared of in that regard. But maybe that's when it's so important that your company's mission and what you're really trying to accomplish separates you or the personality like you talk about so often or your amount of knowledge of those pain points, which is huge. I mean, if, if I didn't uh, have so much experience working with older adults, I wouldn't probably sound that convincing to a director of a assisted living facility when I talk to them about the service. If I didn't have that passion already, it may not sound like I'm actually interested in it. It just sounds like I'm pushing something. So yeah, yeah it all and that's the key. Yeah. It really is. I met a wedding photographer that's one of the top wedding videographers, is one of the top wedding videographers in this area. Money wise, gross wise. Mm. They were shooting with cameras that still took tapes. In 2020, they still were looking around tapes. Let that sink in for a minute. I was like, "What? what we here? We are. We're like, look at this guy. He got tapes. He's putting in tapes." And, and I looked him up, and he was one of the top. I mean, he had these old Panasonic cameras with fixed lenses with tapes. And you look at the final video, and he was running circles around guys with mm-hmm. that gimbals and jibs and drones, mm-hmm. and it was just amazing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think that what you've said about the personality uh, being so important and really what you've said about uh, people can beat you, blow you out of the water on the creative side, but you'll take them to the ground. It turns into wrestling when it comes to that business side. And really, that's like I feel like that's more my lane as well. I can do the creative stuff. But man, when I see some of the promos that people in the group put together or whatever it is, I'm like, this is a different level, but I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm selling, you know, so like that part, I think carries me through to another, I guess it carries me up to the point where if you saw somebody who had an awesome video, but no person, no personality, it's like, okay, we're at least combating for the same business because I know what we're, I know what we're talking about. So a lot of that is so helpful, um, not only mm-hmm. just what with what I do, but with anyone who wants to make content for any company. And I guess that just goes back to the importance you preach of figuring out your niche so you know what you're talking about uh, and you can focus on that. So, 
Yeah. Anyway, I know that you've got uh, we've got the live coming up, which I'll be there in, in about 30 minutes. So I don't want to take really any more of your time, except do you have anything you want to ask or talk about? Okay. No, I, Eli showed me the uh, the promo video for oh, yeah. your company. Your demo reel. That I was, made her watch the, your demo <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking it was like a, pro, like a, well, I mean, I know you're a professional, but I was like, this looks like a mini movie. Like, yeah. It was so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was like, what are we watching here? And I was like, this is Ty's demo reel. I'm trying to make something. And she was like, what? Really? <laughs> this is, thank you. Yeah. Let me let me say this real quick before I, before I cut out. Let me say this real quick. Um, I think it's important that, that, that your viewers understand how much I appreciate you. Um, and working with you has been so much fun. Not only have I been able to, to help your brand, but I've been able to learn a lot about myself because of, because of your brand. Mm. Um, and I want to say thank you personally for, for even for, for the, for the connection, the network, the friendship, everything that's involved um, back and forth and, and bringing me in to be a part of your journey has been great and fun. And I talk about you all the time on lives and I always use you as an example um, because I, it's just been great to watch you go through the idea of, Hey, this is what I got going mm -hmm. on and just trying to brainstorm with you to help you put it together and to see you go do it is wonderful. It's, I love it because mm. a lot of people who, who call me for consultations or ask for help or, I give them everything and then I check back with them and it's nothing's been done. So, right. you know, I, I want to say thank you for, for your part as well, both of you for your part as well. Um, and, and seeing things grow and build and I am rooting for you a thousand percent. Mm. I hope you, you, you guys blow up and be these billionaires. <laughs> just let me on your yacht or oh, yeah. pull my you yacht it. next to your yacht <laughs> and we'll just, you know, we'll just party together. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> we'll be anchored in the bay. Yeah, man. But yeah, I, I mean, I could, there's so many ideas, so many benefits. The reason why Kirsten got me a 360 camera is because of your virtual reality idea. And like, I think that was, you're a Michigan guy. So am I. So there's that. But then what's more, what's more uh, important to me, I guess, in a way is that you've been through losing a parent to cancer and I have been and she was there with me the whole time and so like that I think when you lose a parent it is uh, maybe I've never been in the military but maybe there's a bond like that because it's yeah. such a unique experience especially when you're younger so I, th I mean that is uh, it made me feel more connected to you in a way and then it was like we go through consultation and literally every time I'm leaving with something that I didn't think of that would really grow the business. So I have so many reasons to keep coming back to you and I appreciate that you appreciate me, but really I appreciate you. <laughs> so, so we wouldn't know each other if it weren't for your content. So that I have, I have a lot of regard for and really appreciate you. So Ty real quick though, before, before we go, I just want to know your if you had free reign to just start making that web series today, what would it be about? Oh, I'm, I'm a horror guy. I like, I like thrillers and that's me too. I that's like her. stuff like that. Oh man. It's me. I like thrillers that can like, that can happen. Mm. I don't like it where it's too far fetched. I like stuff that can, that can happen. And that's scary because it can't happen. I got one that we have been writing that we're working on. Um, it's called Authors of the Deceased. Hopefully you'll okay. see it soon. Nice. Um, but it's it's 
Yeah. And, and and what's crazy is, you know, I haven't had, I haven't shot a movie in about three or four years. Mm. Um, and one thing that's really taken off between now and then that will really help with filming is Airbnb. Mm, three, yeah. four years ago, nobody wouldn't right. think about Airbnb. We had to ask somebody, can we borrow your aunt's house to go yep. film? Now I can go on Airbnb, find me a creepy farm way <laughs> out somewhere, book it for a week and shoot a movie there. That's so, so awesome. That is something that is, in a whole left field, but I've mm-hmm. I've used Airbnbs to shoot all kind of stuff for the flash film media. We needed a kitchen, we needed a house, we needed something. Airbnb, Airbnb, and just nice. add it to the bill and go from there. So that's that's, that's what smart. my next one is definitely going to be about. That's nice. Yeah, Kirsten's big into the horror. She know. I mean, I'm unfortunately that's where we kind of split apart because I honestly, if it's not positive or happy. I don't watch it. Like I've gotten to that point in my crime, life. I'm a true crime nut. I love crime junkies podcast. I am. That's me. I get it. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you another tidbit or trick or something that you may want to try. I recently purchased this the Oculus uh, right. quest. Right. Right. Yep. So I told you when my father was passing, yep. I recorded a lot of 360 video. Right. With this, I can sit in the same room with him again. Yeah. And look around and look over at him as he's having a conversation with me. Right. I look on this side, it's me. I look on this side, it's him. All in VR. Yeah. So if you get you're doing some 360 video, this is a definitely definite must have yeah. to to uh to go with that 360 video. It's much better than viewing it on the screen where you're scrolling around. Right. Because with this, it actually makes you feel like you're sitting in a room with them. I literally you gave me that idea. well I wasn't even in that live and I've told you this before a lot of times I just wait until after so I'm not too focused on the comment section but I you just I wasn't even in that live you dropped that at the very end you're like story to record you may want to think about doing this so that turned into Kirsten buying me the 360 GoPro. I've already emailed a handful of hospice agencies in the area like, hey, I want to try this for free. I just want to throw this up. You can get virtual reality headsets pretty reasonably now. So this is just something that we could give to the family. It could even come from the hospice agency. So it's like, this is something we're doing that's special. So yeah, man, I'm I'm on it. But it's because you gave me the idea. So I guess last thing, if you need extras for your horror movie, let us know. Oh, we'll, yeah. we'll make the trip. We'll be there. I'll be, I'll be bloody on the ground Powered somewhere, whatever it is. If you need my head run over, just let me let me know. Man. I definitely will. Okay. I definitely I'm going to make whatever I do. I'm going to make Flash Film Academy is going to be incorporated in it behind the scenes showing how I do certain stuff. Yeah, so of course. It, it'll definitely be all all involved. So I'll definitely let you know when we start shooting like shoot dates and stuff and you can come in town we would make the trip for sure that would be awesome well uh if if you don't mind just let us know when the lives happen and i know that recent change with uh subscription levels but also thursdays so if you don't mind just promoting that and then we'll wrap things up okay yeah so we're doing lives every tuesday at 1 p.m that's for everybody and then we're doing gold member lives every uh thursday at 7 p.m both are central standard time wherever you are in the world. Um, and those are two we got, you know, I like to pop up and do random lives yep. too. You know, I just super chat Saturday, I, <laughs> super chat Saturday was a great example. Sometimes <laughs> I just pop up. I just want to talk to people and 
you know, stuff's on my mind. I just pop up and go for it. So mm-hmm. always, if you are a subscriber to the channel, make sure you got that notification bell because we yep. may pop up at any moment. That's right. Yeah, guys. So gold members get access to the Thursday live. So it's a smaller group so you can get more direct information. So that I'm really excited to check out uh, starting yes. this week. And make sure to follow Ty everywhere on uh, Flash Film Academy and Flash Film Media, Facebook, Instagram, Check it out because it's really, it's changed our lives. I mean, in the past six months, everything's been different, but it's also given me such a goal to work toward and really like, I mean, it's like starting to sprout wings on your back. Like, wow, you could really grow this into a place where you can fly and just take off and do your own thing. So Ty, thank you so much for being here. I couldn't think of a better way to do episode 50. I really appreciate you so much, and I'll look forward to seeing you in about 30 minutes from now. (laughs) That is correct. I appreciate y'all as well. Cool, man. Well, I'll see you in a bit. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) All right. See you later. it.